Glitter. RPG a day. Take over. Push. I push myself really hard. I barely have any downtime and I use it all doing things <laughs> like this. RPG a day, which is why I am now pushing out episodes completely late and behind time. So um, I'm going to be really quick on this one because instead of pushing myself to record a whole lot here, I'm going to go see my sister and her kids and spend time with them because instead of pushing myself to do work, I'm going to actually have some real downtime with people I love. So I'm not going to talk much today about this. I'll just leave you and Kyra to get along today. Okay, so before I go though, Kyra has to level, level 11. Um, At level 11, she gets a six level spell slot. Not much else, honestly, that's about it. Um, But she's got um, five different schools of magic as things to choose from. So I'm going to roll a d10. Um, So one to two, transmutation, three to four, conjuration, five to six, divination, seven to eight, evocation, and nine to 10, abjuration. So let's roll. Okay, I got a one. Uh, rolling a one. Okay, transmutation. She has. Okay, so so it looks like about six different options um, of transmutation. So we're going to roll a d six. Okay, I rolled a one. You know, any other time I rolled two ones in a row, I'd be upset. But I was actually looking at the spell, being like, "Oh, please let it be this one," um, because it is a really, really fun spell. Um, it's called Bones of the Earth, um, and I'm just going to read the spell description to you because it's really, really fun. Um, you cause six pillars of stone to burst from the places on the ground that you can see within range. Each pillar is a cylinder that has a diameter of five foot and a height of up to thirty feet. Um, the ground where the pillar appears must be wide enough for its diameter, and you can target the ground under a creature if that creature is medium or smaller each pillar has like ac5 and 30 hit points when reduced to zero they crumble um which creates an area of difficult terrain with a 10 foot radius that lasts until the rubble is cleared um if a pillar is created under a creature the creature must succeed on a dexterity saving throw or be lifted um and a creature can choose to fail the save. You can just choose to be lifted. Um, If a pillar is prevented from reaching to its full height because of a ceiling or another obstacle, a creature on the pillar takes 6d6 bludgeoning damage and is restrained and pinched between the pillar and the obstacle. They can make an action to use like a strength or dexterity check against the spell saves DC and on a success they're no longer restrained and they can either fall off the pillar or move off it in some kind of way. How cool is that spell? Ah, I hope Kyra gets a chance to use it. An old man wearing a long green robe and carrying a wicker basket floated through the doorway and set himself down on the floor where gravity took its toll and hunched his back over like a tree branch stretching out, searching for sunlight. You must be hungry. I bought lunch. Kyra stood, shaking from exhaustion and salvation, staring at this man. She could smell the fresh bread in the basket, was practically drooling, but she was feared that this man was another in a long line who had given her nothing but despair. 
He pulled a blanket out from the top of the basket and laid it on the floor, awkwardly spreading it out, and then placed the open basket down as he sat heavily beside it. He started pulling out bread, cheese, butter and honey and placed a carafe of red liquid next to it all. Kyra felt weak at the knees watching him do this. The silence between them was only broken by the rustling of the food being placed and then he looked up to gesture to sit. Her legs collapsed against her will on the, to the blanket. She sat unable to do anything as he prepared a sandwich on a plate. He held out this heavenly smelling bread to her and smiled. She took it from him and finally managed to croak. Who are you? He looked at her kindly and reached out for her hand, sitting in her lap, and guided it to grab the plate. She took it as he replied, I hardly think you have time for that. Besides, it's more important that we talk about who you are, Kyra Felglade. She started at him knowing her name, and he smiled and nodded, Yes, that's no mystery. You're the talk of the town, the runaway destroyer. <laughs> and he laughed. It was a strange reaction to her, and her mouth was agape as she watched his eyes sparkle with mischief, eyes much younger than his body would seem. Eat, Kyra, eat, and I'll tell you what you want to know. How do you know what I want to know? She asked, cautiously sniffing the sandwich, trying to curb the ravenous hunger and some semblance of safety. He stood and shuffled over to the other wall and touched the other her, reaching out to that painted blackened scar. Because you are the one the prophecy spoke of. But it feels strange, does it not? Like they got it wrong somehow. And he turned to check her reaction to this. Kyra was caught, cheeks burning as her mouth stuffed of the cheesy sweet treat, and all she could do was nod enthusiastically as she tried to chew and gulp it down. He smiled broadly and nodded back. That's because it is. <sighs> I knew it. But Ting. Tenqua is stubborn and hard to talk about magic to, to the best of times. And he turned back to the painting, but stepping back from it. Tell me, child, what do you see? Kyra gulped down the bread mouthful and said, The forest burns, and her eyes sting at the thought. Yes, he said now in the familiar pattern of the teacher. And the wolf, is he protecting it? Kyra cocked her head at the wolf in the painting. No, she said slowly. He's stopping anybody from saving it. He nodded at her and smiled, pleased with his pupil. And the final question. And at this he taps the wall at the other her with his finger, staring at her intensely. Did she cause it? Kyra feels the anger swell inside her as she spits out. Of course not. I never would. I'm trying to stop him. And he slowly nodded his head at her, his eyes growing sad. And she gasped, finally realizing what he's saying to her, this painting, her prophecy. They're linked. No, she said. No, they think, but how could they get it so wrong? The wolf is the symbol of the crown. It has been for many, many years. They thought this painting was a prophecy of an attack on the realm. They never even considered the other possibilities. The queen spent her whole life dedicating herself to be the most powerful she could be to protect the realm from your coming. 
at this he walks to the centre of the room, to the pedestal that they're sitting beside, the pedestal that takes up the centre of the room. She was powerful, but it was never enough for her. These paintings were her torment. She wanted to make sure they would never come to pass. She declared herself a goddess to ensure the realm's safety and only ensured her own demise and that of her child. Kyra made a noise of surprise oh, as she ate. She had heard the stories of the queen before. Of course, everybody had. It was the whole pride before a fall story. But the child was new. Yes, child, Kyra. Her child. She had declared protector of the realm and brought him up as a god himself alongside her. In her destruction, the people of Valefall feared for their lives and more from the retribution from the gods and cast him out of the city. Danfern was exiled and forgotten. Kyra's blood ran cold. Danfern? She whispered. He sat behind her, beside her and took her hand. Yes, and he is so angry with the world now. Angry for it taking his mother. Angry for it denying him his rightful place in it. I can feel him. Without being able to ascend to his rightful place, he will rip us all down and make the nine hells here. You must stop him, Kyra. It is your destiny. She could feel the truth of this in her soul. In a way, the stories of her being the destroyer had never sat right within her. This, this was real. But still she tried to fight it. No, why me? I feel like everyone is seeing me as what they want me to be. They see me as a destroyer or a saviour, but I'm just me. I'm just Kyra Felglade. Stop pushing what you want on me. I'm sorry, Kyra. You're right. This is much too much to push on onto you, onto one person. But you must, for without you, all is lost. Thanks for joining me in this Jewels from NZ RPG A Day Takeover Special. I hope you're enjoying our improvised D&D 5e story. Tune in tomorrow for our next prompt. Thanks to my gems, KP, Bobby, Shell, Scott, Glenn, James and Jason. And a big thanks to everyone listening. I don't know if it was Aotearoa New Zealand or roleplay games that brought you here, but I'm super glad that you've stopped by. We'll be back to New Zealand episodes in September because August is for RPG. E nohora, ka kite ano. Goodbye and see you again soon. Mwah.